Job ready? Employer says yes. This programme is presented by Eduvate, education and innovation. I'm Jonathan Brill. In today's programme, we'll be looking at the job market for teens in the US. And we'll be talking to a young trainee lawyer, Ines Roberts, from Spain, and how her training as a lawyer prepares her to work in a number of different areas. And now, in the job news today, a study has revealed that 64% of recruiters think tattoos are undesirable features in candidates. It's a respectable study by the Chartered Institute of Personnel, and they found that more than half, that's 54% of hiring decision makers, think tattoos have a negative impact on the workplace. So how does that influence you when you approach a job? In, in our view, it, it's a cultural thing. Some companies welcome them. A cool hairdresser. Another, a traditional insurance company, might not. If your tattoo is covered, then that's nobody's business. If it's visible, then it's more likely to be an issue in a customer-facing situation. What are an employer's rights in such situations? It's complex. So, if for any reason they don't want a person with a tattoo meeting their customers, then they'll most likely not address that issue directly and find another reason not to hire you. And now... I'm talking to Ines Roberts, who we caught up with at the technology trade show in Malaga in Spain. Hi, I'm in the wonderful world of innovation in Malaga, and I'm now talking to a very inspiring young woman who's working one of the stands. Could you introduce yourself and tell us what you're doing here? Yeah, sure. Well, my name is Ines Roberts and I am working here as a hostess and I'm basically trying to tell people about the business Urbase and receiving people. And what sort of business is this? Well, it's a business that um, takes care of the cleaning, recycling and things like that in a, in a city. In a modern city, in one yes, of the more exactly. green cities. Yes, yes, this is a fair called Green City, so yes. So you're the first point of contact for an organisation which is going to play a role in an innovative world, in, in a new world, in a world of green cities. Yes, yes. What is it that you're actually studying when you're not being a hostess at this exhibition? I am studying law, both Spanish and English law. I do these kind of things as an extra job. And what stage are you at in the uh, your legal studies? I'm on my last year. I've done four previous years and I'm already finishing both Spanish and English law. So you're an experienced communicator who's working in a, if I can say this, an adult environment. Most of the people who come here are not students. Is there a way in which being a law student has helped you do this job, the skills that you're learning in law, 
Yes, a lot. Because I can talk about a lot of different things, not just about law, because I think that studying helps people to develop their brain in a way. Good. So I can talk with people that work in this cleaning, uh, recycling thing. I've also done affairs uh, concerning medicine, law as well. So I, I feel I can talk to everyone. This capacity to talk, to be in the shop front, if you like, is not normally associated with legal studies. Is there, <laughs> is there something in law that, in, in the studying that's helped you do this so well? Um, you mean in the law, like learning law will have Learning helped. law, have you worked in, uh, worked in uh, court doing um, moots, this kind of thing? Have you presented cases? Yes, transparency? yes. Because Presenting cases and talking in law, doing advocacy is just one part of the law. Talking to clients, having to explain everything, knowing their background is another part of the law, especially, well, I know you in England have two sides, like barristers and solicitors, but in Spain, the lawyers, we do both. Oh, I see. So you have to talk to the client and then you have to go to court. So you, you have to get to know people and you have to know what they do, how they do it, to get to know the facts, do you know? So Understood entirely. Yeah. I think we all say that your your worst enemy is your client, so you have to get to know them well. What this seems to me to be clear is that it's not the subject matter of the law that's making you so good at what you do. It's the transferable skills that you're learning as you study law, which yeah, exactly. is bringing you to be good at this. Yes. Exactly. In fact, in our, in my English law studies, we have a subject called transferable skills, and my my professor is very keen on developing that because you have to know the law, but you can always look it up. But you have to be good at other things as well. And I always feel that um, coming to these places, talking to people, trying to help them in everything I can, is always good. And the way you talk to people, you can't come here and just be, I don't know, like rude or you have to learn how to talk to people and things like that, which is also very good. It's a way of selling yourself in the future as well, I think. What you've said is absolute gold dust for young people 16, 17 who are thinking of going to university or perhaps not going to university. Yeah. How would you advise them? Should they go to university if they're qualified to do so or not? It depends on what they want to do in the future. It depends on the job they want to do. If you want to be a doctor, you certainly have to go to university. If you want to be a lawyer, you certainly have to go to university. If you want to be, if you want to sell things, I'm not so sure about it. You can start working. For me, going to university is not that important. I know in Spain people have other mentality. They think that if you don't go to uni, you're rubbish, more or less. But in other countries, I think it's not that way. I think what you have to do is to be very interested in what you're doing and try to be, and to give the best of yourself. That's really true. So how do you see the future opening up for you? What's going to be your dream job? Uh, we definitely like to work in the international law world. And I like tax law, so my dream job would be tax international tax law I would love to work there and I can't speak languages so and I love them I love languages it's like a hobby which is good for me because it's very important as well so I would like to work in a business or an international law firm that would be my ideal job 
I think the language side is really important and something which is not very well done in the UK and in the US. Yes, not in Spain either. I think, I don't know, people are not that interested, especially in the UK and the US, it's because English is a universal language, everyone can speak English, so they're not that interested. But I think that getting to know another language is another way of getting to know the people you're talking to, That, as I was saying before. I agree with you. So to conclude, if there's one thing that an employer should know about you in order for them to employ you and to keep you in the company, retain you, what would that thing be? I haven't thought about that actually. I think it's just I would I would like to be happy in what I'm doing and I would like to feel that I am being efficient and that what I'm doing is going to help, I think. So, it's not money. Of course money is important, but I don't think I will want to be my whole life working in something I don't like or where I'm not feeling efficient or just for money. I think there are other things that are more important. I think that's so, a tremendous statement and uh, something that I hope all the people that are listening to this will probably agree with. So, a magnificent contribution. Some of what your insights are real gold dust. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. See you as well. In the US, with an improving jobs market, teenagers are three times more likely to be unemployed than the rest of the population. In a press conference on Monday, Illinois Senator Dick Durbin said the best anti-poverty, anti-crime, anti-violence programme is a job. So this debate, the debate that's going on into the future and affecting you, is going to centre on whether the best course of action will be getting a job, any job, or investing in an unpaid internship or a part-time course. Within this debate, one thing is becoming clearer. Becoming narrowly qualified to do one kind of job and then seeing it wiped out by robots. Hey, not a good plan. See the qualities you need to fulfil a lifetime in jobs as more liquid rather than concrete. And here's a special treat for our listeners. I'm going to give you an access code which will let you look at all of the wonderful online catalogue available on Eduvate. So just go to eduvate.biz forward slash access code and enter the code job ready. Job ready. Employer says yes.